What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. There's a verse in Solomon that says, blow on her garden. <laughs> Yo, people don't read the Bible. <laughs> What's happening? No capping. We in AO, about to get a plate bowl. Pull up to the table. Let's go. Now, a lot of you all have been waiting for permission to really enjoy life, build wealth, get out of debt, actually, and even get into a very healthy relationship. And I'm really excited today because I'm author of this brand new book called Stop Waiting for Permission is in the building today. While the book is the second part of why I know him, it's, it's an okay situation. Uh, the first part and the really the biggest thing why I know this guy is because he is my personal pastor. Um, and, and he's first my friend, one of my closest friends in the world. Uh, but second, he is my spiritual leader. He is my pastor. Um, he sometimes gets on my nerves when he gets into the pastor role <laughs> because he has to pastor me. Uh, but I think that's why I love him first, because before he became my pastor, he became a real close friend. Um, and none other than the one and only Stephen Chandler, Pastor Stephen Chandler, uh, the lead pastor of um, actually him and his wife, my sister. Love you, Zai, um, are the lead pastors over there at uh, Union Church. Um, and they're all over the world globally. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But I think I most definitely want to thank today's uh, 
one of today's sponsors, my friends over there at BetterHelp. Um, you know, they are very big on making sure that you get the therapy that you need and make sure that as you're going through things in life, you may have experienced some trauma, you may be experiencing some, uh, some internal things, um, which is why I love today's show because we're going to really help with that. And some of y'all are going to feel some conviction and there's going to be two main call outs. Number one, get the book. And number two is go over to anthonyoneal.com forward slash better help and sign up for therapy uh, because you are a part of my tribe. They're going to be giving you 10% off for your first month. So you're going to get one session, two sessions. And I want to encourage you that if you think therapy is only for the people who are sick, listen, we all have something inside of us that is sick. You know, we all have something inside of us that needs help. And so you get the spiritual wisdom. We're going to get some of that today. And then also you get the practical wisdom. Um, and we're going to go through that with BetterHelp. So go over to anthonyo.com forward slash BetterHelp. Let them help you out. I, I see them twice a month, you guys. I literally go up to my office. I'm going to sit down with my therapist two times a month. Um, and there are some things that I won't even tell my pastor, that I just tell her. And because I pay her to shut up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I pay her, and um, and honestly, y'all, I've I've um, I've grown, I've matured, um, I've healed, um, and there are some things on the inside of me that I needed to really heal from that I didn't even know I need to heal from. So go check them out. But yo, let's get straight into it because man, um, when you have this guy in the building, um, he's one of the most wisest young brothers I know, me and him are right around the same age. Um, and every time he opens his mouth, we either laugh or we just have some real deep and intellectual conversations. Or argue. Or argue. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Or argue, brother. Or <laughs> argue. Or argue, man. But, you know, bro, let's get into it. Stop waiting for permission. Harness your gifts, find your purpose, and unleash your personal genius. Now, I remember when you got this book deal. Mm. But when you got the book deal... I didn't know what you was going to write. Why did you write something like this? Come on up. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Yo, bro. You are Long man, time. I'm, I'm honored and just excited about all that you're doing in your life and all the people that you're helping. Yo. Um, you know me. I'm ignorant. They may not know me yet, but they're going to get to know me really, really fast. Yo. I wrote this book, Stop Waiting for Permission, two reasons. One, it's my story, and I'll explain that in a second. Okay. But second, because I believe most people, not okay. like a minority, most people are underachieving in some area of their life. Okay. And it drives me nuts. So, so wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. When you say, under, <laughs> when you say underachieving, give me like the top three you think we're underachieving in. Money. Okay. I they know. have the potential to make more, to invest more, to be worth more than they are. Okay, okay. Uh, relationships. They have the potential to have better marriages, to be married, to have better friendships and all that other good stuff. Okay. And they're not. Okay. Um, and just all, their health. Yeah, yeah. Their faith. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most people are settling for average Ooh. when there's greatness inside of them Ooh. and they don't even know it. So from your chair as a pastor, as a man, why do you think we're underachieving, like, why are we settling for average? I, I think there's a couple of reasons. I, I think one, because the majority of people are average. Ooh. And for for a lot of us, we live our lives based on comparison. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know I'm gonna get in trouble. Yeah, yeah, get in trouble. As long as I'm doing a little bit better than my parents, Ooh. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, I, or my community. Yeah, yeah. I'll look around me and I'll yeah. say, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing better than them, I'm not yeah. struggling like them, my marriage is not as bad as them. Uh. 
And because I'm comparing myself to somebody else and I'm a little bit better than them, I get just complacent. I get comfortable not realizing you may be doing better than them, but you haven't even scratched the surface of your potential. Everything is inside. There's so much more that is inside. I think that's the first reason. I think the second reason is, and in trouble, I think the church is to blame for this. What? We've condemned ambition. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We, we've subliminally told people that if you have ambition for great wealth, for great influence, for amazing relationships, or whatever it may be, that you're discontent with what God gave you. Ooh. That you, you, you should you should just 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 be happy. You know, God put a roof over your head and, yeah. and food in your stomach and clothes on your back and, yeah. and, and you know, God provides, God knows what you need. And if you needed anything more, he would have given you something more. And we, we condemn ambition. Yeah. And here's the deal. The, the, here, here's the whole premise of the book. So two of Jesus' disciples, they came up to him. Yep. And they said, we want to be number one and number... No, no, Jesus is number one. Yeah. We want to be number two and number three in your kingdom. Okay. Can we sit on your right and on your left? Yeah, yeah. All the other disciples got pissed. They were just like, ah. Can I say piss? Anyway, <laughs> they got mad because they were like, you know, what makes you be great? And all that kind of stuff. And look what Jesus said. He said, if you want to be great... Yeah. I'll teach you how. Ooh. He didn't say, you should be grateful with whatever I gave you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't say, wherever I seat you, yeah. that's where you sit. No, no. He said, oh, you want to be great? Yeah. Let me teach you how to be. And here's what Jesus said. He said, don't do it the way the world does it. The world does it by stabbing people in the back, yeah. lying, manipulating, yeah. cheating, yeah. showing skin, yeah. whatever you got to do to get to the top. Right. Jesus said, here's how you be great. Yeah. Serve people. That's so good. The more people you serve, yeah. the more people will be a blessing to you and wow. on and on. He never condemned them for their desire for greatness. So, 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 okay, stay right there because we're going to talk about the money side, right? Uh-oh. People are living below their gifts. And I think it is, and it's in the church. Me growing up, I was told you shouldn't desire wealth. Yeah. You shouldn't desire a Bentley. You shouldn't desire these high things because what you're telling God is you're not happy with where he has you at now. Yeah, yeah. What's the difference between not being happy with not, without being content and then wanting so much but it doesn't really benefit the kingdom at all? Like how do you know how do you know what's right yeah. and what's wrong? I, I was thinking, uh, you, you'll probably remember this, just back when Steve Harvey was hosting uh, the Apollo. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and yep. He, he, was, he was telling church, he always got church jokes and all that. <laughs> he does. He said, you know, the Bible says that money is the root of all evil. Right, right, right. He said, well, being broke is pretty evil, too. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things, and you hear me say this all the time in church, we misquote scripture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Bible does not say that money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. It says the love mm-hmm. of money yeah. is the root of all evil. There's so, nothing wrong with money. Money is a spiritual. It's not evil and it's not holy. It's your heart that you put behind it. So here's 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 what's is it wrong, evil to desire wealth, Bentleys, whatever it may be. The difference is is there contentment mm-hmm. or is there complacency? Ooh. Contentment is I don't need anything else right, right, right. to be happy. Yeah. And that, and this, I'm a pastor, so that's where it comes in. Yeah. I believe that true joy only comes in Christ. Come on, man. It doesn't come from a marriage. It doesn't right. come from having kids. It doesn't come from money, influence, whatever it may be. It only comes from yeah. I have Christ in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't need yeah, yeah. anything else. That's contentment. Now here, complacency uh-huh. is I don't want anything else. No, no, no. I don't need anything. 
because Christ is my everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said in his word yeah. that he desires to take us from glory to glory to glory to glory. Watch this. Wow. I believe that God put a deposit of greatness on the inside of us. Come on, man. And he expects a return on his investment. God gave each of us a certain amount of intellect and he expects us to maximize our intellect here on earth. Wow. He gave each of us giftings, influence, passions, yeah. all this other good stuff. I think when we get to heaven, we think Jesus is only gonna ask us, do you believe in me? Wow. I think there's gonna be two questions. Do you believe in me? And second, what did you do on earth with the talent, the gifts, and the abilities that I gave? And I think a lot of people are gonna get stumped by that second question. Absolutely. I think a lot of people, like you said, are sitting on their gifts and their talents that are millionaires, that, that are millions and millions and millions of dollars, but because they're fearful of what the people, what the church, what the kingdom may say about yeah. them, they're, they're complacent. Yeah. They're just yeah. like, you know what? I'm just gonna settle for this. As long as I'm okay, as long as I have this, I, I'm gonna be all right, but yeah. I don't wanna desire that. Let me give you one more thing, and this is where you're my hero in this. Uh -huh. People are afraid of failure. One of the reasons why people underperform in, I mean, relationships, money, marriage, faith, all kind of stuff, is because what if I jump out and take a risk yeah. and I fail? Oh. I'm gonna look stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the things I love about you, we've yeah. been friends for years, yeah. and I mean, I'm not gonna put a number on, maybe seven years, I don't even know exactly yeah, how long. it's been a while. I've seen you probably take four major, major. I'm talking about major risks. Yeah, yeah. Like, if it don't work out, we ain't gonna be friends no more, because you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be looking pretty stupid. But, and and, and you didn't uh, let people's opinion uh, paralyze you. Yeah. You you were more afraid of underachieving yeah. than you were a failure. I am. And a lot of people are just like, you know what? I'm gonna look so stupid if this doesn't work out, mm. I'm not even gonna try. You know, that's on the money side of things. <laughs> Come on, <man. laughs> every, and that's the thing. It's every area. Of area. Life. Yeah, 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 yeah. You kind of you call me. You call me out upstairs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 I said you're the only person I can receive that from and not be offended uh -uh. because I know where your heart comes from. I'm not scared to step out when it comes to business and money because I, I just I, that's where I live. But I'm gonna tell you where I am. I am underachieving at is in my relationship space. Why do you think we single and married people are underachieving? Um, and here's the thing: we're waiting for permission to actually win. Yeah. In our relationship spaces. Well, are we going there? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like asking four times. <laughs> So what I said upstairs is the only reason you're single uh -huh. is because you want to be, not because you're I agree. not because you don't have options. I agree. And you said, why do we underachieve? I, I think a few reasons. One, we gravitate to easy wins. That's true, bro. We wh wherever I win easily, I'm gonna put my energy there. So you have people. I'm not one of those people. I hate these type of people. That they're just naturally muscular. Mm -hmm. I, I hate those type of people. <laughs> they, <laughs> I mean, they they just look at some weights and veins stop popping out and all that other kind of stuff. And and I'm not saying that they don't work. I mean, they're on their eating regimen. They're, you know, all macro, micro, all that kind of foolishness. They be weighing their meat and dumb stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to weigh my meat. It don't matter. <laughs> but they're going to give their end because they see quick results yeah, yeah, yeah. and quick returns. And there's other areas that it's not going to be a quick return. Mm. It's actually going to be painful. 
for me to win in that area. Because like you said, when you're talking about better health, yeah. there's some trauma in my past yeah, yeah. that I'm going to have to fight through if I'm going to win in money so good. or win in relationships or win in this or win in that or whatever yeah. it may be. And we just we, we just do these calculations. It's like, okay, pain, progress, pain, pro nope, I don't want to go through that pain right. for the progress in this area. Yeah. I'm going to pick the area that's, that's not as painful that comes naturally to me. And I only can talk like this because this is my friend first and then pastor, right? I think one of the things, and I'm going to be vulnerable, which is why I'm so grateful that you wrote this book, mm -hmm. is the reason why I am probably underachieving in a relationship space is one, because I think I've built something great over here, and if I fail, it's because solely of me. Mm -hmm. In a relationship space, it's not solely me. And I'm so fearful of divorce. I'm yeah. so fearful of putting my all into a relationship and it failed. Yeah. So I'm like, well, why not just stay single for a little while longer? Yeah. Until you know for sure. Yeah. Now I know that thinking is wrong, but how do us in the single space, and I ask you this because probably your second season throughout the whole church um, is when you're teaching on relationships. Yeah. Um, in February. And listen, y'all, uh, this is a simple plug. He doesn't know I was going to go there. But um, in February, I don't care where you're going, you want to watch. He he and his wife sit down and they really so into all relationships, not just marriage, not just single people, but marriages too. And they talk about it all from how to have good sex with your husband and wife Come on now. and how to date properly and how to have the hard conversations in marriage. Um, but then even just recently, you did a singles night. But I felt convicted. Mm -hmm. I was like, dang, only Stephen Chandler can make me feel convicted. <laughs> but how do we in the single space, man, stop waiting for permission to embrace relationships and also to embrace that part of failure? Because I, I would definitely say that is my weakest. I am scared of not failing in my marriage. I'm scared that the marriage could fail because it's not just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I do that? So we, we were talking about this. Whenever um, there's a death... And not all the times, but a lot of times when they're not sure the cause of death, yeah. they the, the have an autopsy yep. to figure out why this person passed away. And I watch too much TV. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> they, they got a dent in their head. They're like, yeah. that's a blunt force trauma. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, oh, clearly they bumped the head. Right, 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 right. <laughs> When they get down in the morning and do an autopsy, they realize, no, man, somebody poisoned him. That wasn't, that wasn't the reason why. True. And I, I think, you know, a lot of times when there's divorce in our family, when we have a lot of close friends that have been through divorce or just, you know, they're dating somebody and it's, it's, it's reckless before it even gets to the wedding. It's yeah. just bad. We're just like, oh, that's the death of a relationship. I'm afraid of that. I don't want it. And there was never an autopsy that was done. And I don't, I, I don't want to shame people that have been through divorce. There's some amazing people that have been through divorce. Mm -hmm. It's not the end of your life. God still has a great future for you. Yeah. But let's just call a spade a spade. In every divorce, somebody did something wrong. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't just start when you got married. Ooh. You were selfish before you got married. Ooh. You had a wondering eye before you got married. Ooh. You had disrespectful things coming out your mouth before you got married. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there were... there. It, it, Divorces don't just happen. Right. Something went wrong. Right. And if we would take the time to study great marriages mm. and great relationships, what are they doing to have a great marriage? Mm. And then study the ones that failed. Yeah. yeah. 
Like what? This is business. Right. You, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. What, what happened to Blockbuster? Like let's oh, let's study it and figure out they should have bought Netflix. Like what? Let's not do what they did. Who's winning? Let's do what they did. We don't do that in relationships. Is it wrong for me to look at a relationship like a business deal? It depends. Ooh. It depends. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll say this. First of all, we pay more attention to our business than we do to our marriages. <laughs> which is, which is, <laughs> but we would say we value people more than we value money, but that's not how we lead our lives. If you're going 50-50 on a partnership with somebody and there's millions of dollars involved, bruh, you go, you I'm doing you, some research. You're going to do a colonoscopy on that person. Absolutely. I mean, you're going through their resume. You're looking at what's the last deal. Who are they connected to? You're, I mean, you're going through. Why? Because my money's on the line, and I got to make sure that this person doesn't ruin my future. Wow. But we're trying to get married. She got a big booty. I mean, she, she's right. bad. And, oh, yeah. and, man, she makes me feel like the man. Oh, let's do it. But I didn't do the research. Oh, and she could spell Jesus. Like, <laughs> But he said she can spell <laughs> Jesus, the Lord, she but she don't know him. But we, we, there, there's never, and this is this is a whole different direction. There's safe places to do the research that you need to do. A lot of it's in marriage counseling and premarital counseling and all that. Yeah. But a lot of people get married without ever asking the question, "What trauma have you been through?" Ooh. And have you healed from that trauma? And you don't find out until nine months into the marriage that man, this person was molested as a child and they've never been healed from that. I mean, devastating experience and it will affect our sex life for the rest of our lives until they find healing. So we don't, we don't, we, it, it, so in that case, it is right Damn. to treat a relationship like a business deal in terms of you should vet it more than you vet it. A business deal. A business deal. So it's not treat like a business deal, but vet it. Yeah. Make sure you do the proper research, ask the right questions. Yeah. I never thought about that. And we get, we get all, I mean, the, 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 there's a verse in Solomon, Song of Solomon. It says, don't awaken love before it's time. And, and what, Solomon is a love book, by the way. A lot right, of people right. don't know, the Bible teaches you to have good sex. It right. teaches you how to find the right person. Oh, wait, you. wait, the Bible. Oh, oh, oh bro, bro, we don't got time for that. <laughs> we'll, listen, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to just give you this wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna freak you out, and then we're gonna we're gonna get it. No, no, no. The Bible says oh, wait, we have wait. good sex. You're gonna like this. You're gonna like this. <laughs> There's a verse in Solomon that you, no, you I got you got. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready, but it says stop waiting for permission. You got permission <laughs> to have good sex. <laughs> There's a verse in Solomon that says blow on her garden. <laughs> no, people don't read the Bible. <laughs> Where'd he go? He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Come back. Okay. Anyway, okay, come back. My mind just went ooh, somewhere else, bro. Stop waiting for permission. Okay, let's come back. You do need permission for that. Yeah, anyway. you do need permission. It's called a license, marriage license. But <laughs> once you get married, Dear Jesus, you got have permission. permission. <laughs> hey, I forgot your question. I didn't know what you asked. <laughs> okay. So the Bible says <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm listening. I'm listening. No, no, no. Okay, regroup. Welcome back to the table. <laughs> this is why he's my friend. This is why he's my pastor. Because you just keep it real, man. Do you believe? 
I'm curious. So you talked about the single people, and then we're gonna do this, and we're going to something else before we end the show because I really want people to get this book. Seriously. Oh, yeah, get it. We gotta get this book. You have to get this. This is a New York Times best-selling book. It just came out yesterday, uh, the 27th, right? Yep. And I'm telling y'all, man, this book will make it make it so good. And then also, he has this book. And then, pff, listen, one thing I'm very big on is just writing and studying. And you can come out and get this book as well, which is Stop Waiting for Permission. Um, and this is the study guide to where he walks you through some things. But it makes no sense to get this if you're not getting this. Get the foundation first. And then later on, get this, you know. But um, <clears throat> in a marriage, why do you think marriages are living underneath their potential? Well, if the majority of people are not married or divorced, mm -hmm. just by the fact that I'm married means that I'm doing better relationally than a lot of people. Wow. So it goes back to the complacency. Okay. It's, you know, we're good. We're fine. Like, we don't agree on money. Okay. I'm really frustrated that her family keeps on coming over. Yeah. <laughs> but we're doing better than whatever. And then, you know, sometimes there's, it goes back to fear. Mm. It's just like, I don't want to mess up a good thing. Mm -hmm. And our marriage is not great, but it's not horrible. Yeah. And if I bring up some stuff that I think can get better, yeah. they might not respond in a good way. Wow. And then yeah. I ain't going to get laid for like four days. So Man. I just keep it to myself. She, oh, Jesus, four days. That's a in marriage? Conversation. That is a whole Some people are like, four days? That's just... great. Try four weeks. <laughs> Anyway. Wait, married people going four weeks? Listen, listen. Stop. <laughs> back to the topic. Stop waiting for me. Yo. Maximize your potential. Hey, maximize your potential, man. <laughs> and listen, man, you guys, at the table, we have my friend and my pastor, uh, Pastor Stephen Chandler, um, who is the author of this great new book that just came out yesterday called Stop Waiting for Permission. Um, how to harness your gifts, find your purpose, and unleash your personal genius. Man, he is the lead pastor, the senior pastor of my church, Union Church, um, here in the DMV area, and also uh, launching in Charlotte here next year uh, with another one of our good friends there, being the campus pastor there. Uh, and I'm really excited about having him uh, at the table. It's been a long time coming um, to have him at the table. I want to make sure we, we had him at the right time because— um, out of all the people that have been at the table, he's definitely in my top five uh, because this is just not my friend, but he gives me all the wisdom. I mean, we talk about a lot of things. We talk actually often about building wealth for our parents, yeah. for our kids. And so um, I want to thank our next sponsor, our second sponsor of today's show, uh, Prize Pool. You can go over to anthonyoneal.com forward slash savings uh, because <clears throat> a lot of you all are not saving. And in today's day and time, we need to make sure that we have a fully funded emergency fund. And that's also um, another reason why he wrote this book, because you're living under potential when it comes to your finances. And one of the good things to do to get out of that is to get a fully funded savings account. Okay, so my friends of our prize pool, if you open up the account today and put just a minimum of $300 in it, and if you already have a prize pool account and you do not have $300 in it, they're going to give you an extra 10,000 uh, tickets to go towards their grand prize of $25,000 or $10,000 at the end of the month. But throughout the entire month, they're giving away $500, $1,000 on top of their, their high interest that they're guaranteeing. So y'all know me. I don't really suggest that you have an emergency fund at your local bank because your interest rate is not high. I want you to go to a high-yielded savings account, and the majority of those are online. And this particular company is Prize Pool. So go to anthonyo.com forward slash savings account. Um, not savings account, anthonyo.com forward slash savings. It should be on the screen if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, and the information will be in today's show notes if you're listening to this on podcast. So open up an account. 
discipline also. We're going to have Pastor Steven's information, um, all of his information, his Instagram, um, his church uh, website, and also the link to this book um, in today's show notes. You can uh, check that out because I really want you all to get this book because I'm telling you, it's going to bless you. I read it. Um, I haven't read all of it yet. I don't want to lie because my pastor's at the table. Um, <laughs> I've only read the first three chapters, and I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. You know, and I and I know that you all will enjoy it. So this is going to be the book of the rest of the month, um, actually for the rest of this month and going into October as well. So uh, we're going to support my pastor, support my friend, and we're going to do it. So what else is in this book that you think is a game changer? So I got to clean this up because I told Uh-oh. everybody to underperform it. Now they're going to be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not this elitist, y'all suck, you get get your life together. Yeah, yeah. It's I was underperforming in a major area, a lot of areas of my life. Yeah. And I was waiting for somebody to open a door for me or to do something for me. Wow. Okay. When I realized, and it literally was just God taking me on this path, mm-hmm. that everything that I needed, he had already placed inside of me. Yes, sir. I just didn't know how to access it. Yeah. I didn't know. I was impressed with other people. I didn't know there was anything impressive about me. Yeah. In one of the chapters, one major key to maximizing your potential is becoming what I call an aggressive learner. Aggressive learner, okay. There are great people around you, uh-huh. and there are systems or processes to greatness. Yeah, yeah. And if you'll study those people, you can actually apply some of those systems to your life. So I tell the story of uh, Sean Diddy Combs. And a lot of people don't know this, but before he was who he is, yep. he was a nobody. Yeah. And somebody told him that there was a pizza shop that Heavy D would eat pizza at. He would go to this pizza shop almost every day for a year straight. Wow. Just trying to pretend like he accidentally bumped into Heavy D. Yeah. After a year of stalking Heavy D, he bumps into him, conversation, and he does what he does, just a people's person. And he gets Heavy D to agree to introduce him to Andre Harrell, who was the CEO of the record company and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Heavy D ghosted him for a year. Wow. So he stalks Heavy D for a second year, finds out where he lives, and is like walking in front of his gate or whatever. One day he runs into him. Hey, man, you told me you put me on. He's like, yeah, yeah, I did. Come by the studio. I'll make a long story short. He meets Andre Harrell. Okay. Interns for his record company for two years for free. He was at, in school at Howard University. Yep. He'd go to school Monday through Thursday, take yep. the train up to New York, yep. work from Thursday to Sunday, come back to school, and did that for two years for free. We're four years into it. Wow. Year four, the talent manager quits. Andre Harrell's like, I'm looking for a new talent manager. Diddy, you ain't the one. I don't even know if he called him Diddy back there. I'm just like, Sean, you ain't the one. And he's like, cool, that's fine. Can I do that person's job for free until you find a replacement? You don't got to pay me and go ahead and fill the job with someone who's qualified. But just let me do it for free. He's like, fine, do it for free. So he's doing it for free. He discovers this little known, insignificant, not that talented artist named Mary J. Blige. Mm. And the rest is history. History. We don't apply that a level of aggressive pursuit to maximizing certain areas of our lives. Wow. If I want a great marriage, I'm going to find somebody that has a great marriage. And I'm going to watch their kids for free. I'm I'm going to do something to get into their world. And it'd be like, can can you mentor me? Can I just watch? What is, what's it like to be a man that that's fully man but yet serves his wife and yeah. humble? I, what, finances. Yeah. How, how do I get around yeah. Anthony O'Neill? Man, can I 
you know, just surfer? Can I be an intern? Can I, you know, I'm probably going to emails for interns now or whatever it may be. And I, I've seen you do this. Yeah. Just get around great men and women and be, and be like, I don't want anything. Nope. You don't got to pay me. Nope. Just can I be a fly on the wall? Yeah, yeah. Maybe can I ask two questions when you're done? Yeah. Can I just learn? Yeah. And I'm going to find principles of success yeah. just from the way great people live their lives. So before I joined, um, before I came here, right, before I moved to this area, I used to serve at this church uh, called Bethel Church, mm -hmm. Bishop Rudolph McKissie Jr. What up, Bethel? Um, and he would have a marriage conference. Mm -hmm. And he would say literally from the pulpit, this is for married people. Yeah. Well, I was on staff, so I had access to the building. Come on in. And so I would go after work. When a conference would start, I would sneak up to the very top, to the balcony, and sit at the very back, mm -hmm. in the back corner. Fly in the room. And they wouldn't even know I was in the building. Yeah. But I would go up there with my notepad, and I would just listen to all the marriage advice that he's giving. Yeah. Because at that time, I was engaged to a great woman. And, <clears throat> man, I just, I was like, yo, I want to get this information, I want to get this information. And then I remember him seeing me, <laughs> and he sent me a text, what are you doing up there? And I just simply said, Learning. 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 That's it. I said, I, I just I just want to learn, sir. I'm like, single conferences are great. They're they're great. Yeah. But there's something about getting in a room of married people who are hungry about learning how to better their marriages. How come I can't get that advice as well? Come on. I think y'all should y'all should do a marriage conference and, and then let the singles just sit in the back. It's not we're not gonna talk to y'all, but y'all wanna learn, sit in the back. But we're gonna be talking about stuff that y'all can't do, so I'm just saying. Anyway. <laughs> Let me let me give you this. So actually, this is where we met. We met at Bishop Jake's yep. Pastors and Leaders Conference. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, I'm getting trouble. I've never told this story before. So you know, he has his main session. Then he had breakout sessions. Right. So he had one breakout for churches that were 500 and under. Yep. 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 Then he had another breakout for he churches sure that did. were 2,000 and over. Yep. My church was 300 people. Yeah. Yeah. Which one did I go to? 2,000. Not the one with 500 and over. <laughs> I'm like, them people got the same problem I got. I don't, I don't want to be in that room. I don't want to be in a room with no, 2,000 over. So I go, right. so I walk up the door. Are you a senior pastor? <laughs> Is your church 2,000 and over? I didn't lie. But you was. I just didn't answer. <laughs> I said, look, look, look. Is your church 2,000? I said, Is this the room for 2,000 and over? She said, Yeah, it is. I said, Perfect. I found the room we're looking for. Ah, hey, you didn't lie. I, I want to get around people bro. that are ahead of me. I'm going to get in trouble, too. Bro, bro. One of the reasons why we don't like to learn is because we're always in competition. Oh, that's so good. And we don't like to be the smallest person in the room. Bro, that's so good. And, and here's, here's what we've got to realize. That is so good. There, there is not competition. Yeah, yeah, there's business competition. You have business competitors, all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But in terms of you personally maximizing mm. your net worth, mm. your marriage, your mm. faith, mm. everything... It's not my goal to be richer than Anthony O'Neill. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my goal to maximize all that God placed inside of me. Yeah, yeah. And wherever that lands me, it lands me. Yeah. But and because we're in competition, because we don't like not being number one or whatever it may be, I'm not going to learn from somebody who's ahead of me because mm. I have to first admit that they're ahead of me and yeah. that they know more than me. Right. And we got to get over ourselves <sighs> and stop trying to figure out where you rank and just maximize Yes. Your potential. Man, you know what? I wish we had more time for the show, but I, I, I want to echo what you're saying. Um, just recently, I was invited to be a part of this private group of Christian seven-figure-plus businesses. Yeah. And you have to be at one, 
believe and uh, profess and really be active in your Christian faith um, as a Jesus Christ believer. That's number one. Number two, your business has to be making um, over seven figures. And so when I get on the phone with the founder of this organization, I explain to him where I'm at, just transitioned out on my own, just crossed over, you know, really just doing that seven plus figures. And he said something to me that was that was really, he said, you will probably be one, not the youngest, but the smallest person in the room. Yeah. And I said, great. He was like, I said, I said, when you say not the youngest, he said, oh yeah, I got a 25 year old who just sold his company for $50 million is going to be in the room. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Like, he's younger than me and makes yeah. 10 times more than me. But, bro, when I get inside that room, yeah. I, man, here's here's why you're saying, it's like, man, come in, I just love what you're saying. Get in there. The dude that is probably making more money than all of us is in that room listening, learning, and watching. Yeah. Asking me questions. Yeah. When his net worth is, is worth more <laughs> than I can even dream of right now. But he's in there listening, and I'm in that room. I'm just listening, learning. Me being in that room has made this company um, uh, seven plus figures in a matter of ninety days. Haven't made it yet. Mm. The game plan that we got coming out of that room will make us seven plus figures on the next few years. And it was because I knew that there was a gift on the inside of me that I needed someone else that could help me activate it. It's because you swallowed your ego. Ah, that's yep. That's it. And that's what a lot of people don't want to do. Uh, like, I mean, let's let's be real. You're sitting next to a 25-year-old who's worth, you know, million. however much more than you. Yeah. Most people can't handle that. And and so what they're going to do is they're going to go in the room. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to try to show everybody how smart they are. No, not me. And here's what I learned. And here's what I did. And here's yeah. and it's like, shut uh, up yeah. <laughs> and learn. Yeah, yeah. And go home and apply. And you will see exponential Man, results. Man, I had to swallow my ego. I told you this. I was like, man, I had to share a room with another person. I ain't never shared with another <laughs> But you know what, though? Yeah. Me being uncomfortable and swallowing my ego yeah. has put me ahead rather than me trying to be the... Man, I got in I was the dumbest person in the yeah. room. They asked, what do you do? Man, I'm just a speaker and author, man. Just And I'm confident yeah. in who I am, but I want to learn. Yeah. So, boo! I grew up in a world where they told you if you just pray and love Jesus, your church will grow. And I watch a bunch of pastors who love God and pray in their church is Never not growing. growing. Two years ago, Union Church was named the fastest church in America. Yeah. And I'll give you why. A, the favor of God. God's just yeah. blessing this thing in a way. Yeah, yeah. But B, because I've gotten around pastors who have churches 20 times the size of my church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was sitting there with one pastor for two days. I walked out with nine pages of notes. Notes, yep, yep. It yep. took me three years wow. to implement those nine pages of notes. Wow. I never lost the notes. Wow. I never stopped. Re- I could pull them up right now. Yeah. Never stopped reading them. Yeah. And just, and and never saw the results he saw. Wow. But yet saw exponential growth to the church. Yeah. And it's like, man, if you get in the right room and you're willing to learn, I'll give you one more plan. <sighs> A lot of people are like, well, if I could get a one-on-one lunch with Anthony O'Neill, then I could learn. I'd ask a million questions. You earn the right to be in the room. Absolutely. And a lot of times we're like, I want to get in that room. Well, before you get in that room, maximize this podcast. Absolutely. And then maximize this next step and this next step. Absolutely. And if you maximize the breadcrumbs, yeah. somebody will give you a whole loaf of bread. Man, listen. Y'all listen. That's why he's my friend <laughs> and he's my pastor because we can laugh. We can have a good time. But you're going to also walk away with something that would change your life. And he said something that is so true. 
maximize this podcast, you know, and maximize this 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 show. And how you do that is by um, buying the books that I tell you to buy. I don't recommend a lot of books on mm-hmm. my show. I really don't because I want to make sure that the book that I'm suggesting is going to impact your life. And there's four main things that this book is going to help you to identify what's holding you back, what's holding you back from being becoming debt-free, what's holding you back from building wealth, what's, what's holding you back, you and I back, from experiencing a real good, healthy relationship, whether that's business relationship, friendship relationship, romance, um, you know, what's holding you back, how to maximize your God-given greatness and living in your purpose with perseverance so this book is now on sale i need you all to go get this book as a matter of fact get two get one for you and if you're dating someone give them a copy of the book stop giving them a gucci bag (laughs) and give them something that will help them get to the gucci bag they can afford themselves okay so get this book stop waiting for permission we're going to drop the link in today's show notes we're also going to uh, drop all of pastor steven's information in show notes his instagram webs church website i mean if you're in the charlotte area man um join us man we're gonna be launching when are we launching january 29th january 29th it's coming man it's already a couple hundred people a part of it yeah get ready to launch brian bullock is going to do he's going to hit home run man it's gonna be amazing and y'all know brian bullock yeah he was on here show yeah a couple of times and uh he is now he's not senior pastor you're the senior pastor what's his lead pastor he's a lead Lead pastor pastor of charlotte preaching every sunday union is going to charlotte where we going next (laughs) (laughs) you try to give me a (laughs) job Y'all know we going somewhere next, y'all. I don't know where. Wait for Vision Sunday. Hey, Vision Sunday. (laughs) Vision Sunday. And if you're in the DMV area, man, come check us out. Come check us out. Man, we have several. How many locations now? Four. Four. And then Charlotte would be five. Charlotte would be five. And all the hours. So go go to Union Charlotte. Go to UnionChurch.com. Is it? The Union Church right now. <laughs> You're such a great church member. Look I know. I, I mean, I, I, just, I just text the pastor. Hey. Where's um, the <laughs> UnionChurch.com. The UnionChurch.com. Uh, but when you go there, make sure that you stopped and got the book. All right, you guys. We love you. Check him out. We'll see you in the next show. Peace out. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0.